you're actually on a different team. John 14, 6, uh, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. See, if we water down Jesus, who is so central to everything, well, you believe something, we just shouldn't, with a straight face, call it Christianity, right? And so that's why these are matters of eternity, because they actually affect how you spend eternity. And as a result, this category of belief ought to be very small. It ought to be very small. These are the absolute non-negotiables of the faith. These are matters of eternity. Now, right about now, some of you are thinking, well, shoot, I kind of want to see that list and make sure like I'm okay, right? So, so here's the deal. Don't do this right now, but later on, I don't want you to be distracted. Later on, go on the website and you can look for the word doctrine. It's going to be under, I think, visit. I think it's under visit. And you'll, you'll see our doctrine right here. And that list is intentionally brief. We don't include statements on every little thing that churches have ever discussed over the last 2,000 years. We don't include little statements on every tiny little argument and have a position on everything. This is, this is basic Apostles' Creed kind of stuff in our statement of faith. It's meant to be the absolute basics of the faith, and you can find that on our website later on. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Now let's move on to the next category of belief. The next category of belief gets quite a bit bigger. We're going to call it matters of studied conviction. If you've been a Christ follower for any length of time, you've probably been a part of more than one church. Mosaic is only 13 years old, so you know, the chances that you were at another church is pretty, pretty common. And you might have noticed that at different churches, right, good, solid, Bible-believing, Scripture-teaching churches you're going to find some different kind of minor differences in belief. And oftentimes, those differences in belief will be held very strongly by that particular church. That, that belief may impact uh, the everyday life of that church or the worship of that church. For example, there are a group of churches that believe that church is supposed to happen on Saturday, not on Sunday. That's a, that's a studied conviction of theirs that the Sabbath is supposed to happen on the seventh day of the week rather than the first day of the week. That's their conviction, and I can respect that, uh, even if I read Scripture differently. Side note, have you ever driven by Chick-fil-A on a Sunday and wished that it was founded by one of those groups, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I always crave Chick-fil-A on Sunday. It has something to do with my depravity. Seriously, though, I'm going to spend eternity with lots of people who believe that church should happen on Saturday because these are matters of studied conviction, not matters of eternity. Now, I may get to heaven and find out that I was wrong and they were right. But either way, if we believe in Jesus, we'll be there together, right? So studied conviction, how does this work? You come to an issue, you go to Scripture, you study it, right? This is not rocket science. And you come to a particular conviction about an issue that is, I'm going to say, not an eternal matter. You are fully informed by Scripture, and yet another Christ follower, equally informed by Scripture, comes to a different conclusion and has a different studied conviction than you. And in certain cases, that's okay. Do you know that there's an entire series of books that recognizes this reality? It's called the Counterpoint Series. It's, it's actually really good. I've got a number of them. Um, it, it has titles like this. Four views on the book of Revelation. Four views on the historical Adam. Four views on miraculous gifts. 
And there's like 20 books in this series. Well, why do those books even exist? Because we bring, we bring our finite minds to Scripture, and we beg the Spirit of God to illuminate His Word before our eyes, and He does. But when we view Scripture, even through those illuminated eyes, the lens that we look through is always impacted by our personal reality 